Hey, hey, y'all. If you want to head to our website to check out all the different things Pizzazz offers, then just head to pizzazzart.com. That's P-Z-A-Z-Z-A-R-T.com. You will see our online memberships. We've got kids club memberships, our lettering club membership, our one project a month membership. We call that paint and praise. You will see some freebies that we've got there for you. And you'll see our local classes if you're local. So head to the website, check it out, pizzazzart.com, P-Z-A-Z-Z-A-R-T.com. Hey, hey, y'all. This is Casey Hope from Here's Hope Podcast. And today we have my friend Tracy Pounds on as our guest. Tracy is the owner of Miss Tracy Creates. She calls herself a cereal crafter. And you're going to hear a little bit of that in this story. She's got multiple subscriptions within her businesses that are just, they're really fun from napkins to Bible journaling and fabric, all kind of neat stuff. So I'm excited to dive into this, hear a little bit about her business, hear a little bit about how she hears from God and some practical takeaways on how she connects to the word that you might want to try to. So Tracy, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, Casey. I'm so happy to be here. This is so exciting. I'm excited too. This month in our happy mail for our lettering club, we are super excited. Tracy is a guest teacher in there. She has sent us some fun napkins. She's going to teach us how to do some napkin art. And so we're excited to be doing that with her. But today I just wanted people to know a little bit more about you and your story. So if you could just give us an overview of kind of your business, how it started, how you even got into doing what you were doing now, kind of how it started and then what it's evolved to now. Sure, absolutely. Well, I just find so much joy from anything creative. I really am truly just a maker at heart, even before I started my business. Well, first off, let me tell you, I have a husband, I have five kids, and we are blessed now with nine grandkids, which is just crazy. (laughs) But we just count that all. So it's just such a blessing. But when my children were younger, it was really my creativity that helped us to, you know, make that extra money and be able to, I called it our fluff money, right? Just the extra money that we needed for, you know, whatever the kids were signing up for, whatever they needed. And um, through that, I realized that more and more people, as I was creating more and more people were wanting to know, how did I make this? How did I make that? And eventually down the line, I opened up, well, I've gone through several channels. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit. About 13 years ago, I was in a position to actually open my own little creative arts store and studio, affectionately named the Little Blue House because it was a little blue house, little framed <laughs> blue house. It was adorable. <laughs> I love that. Our first studio was yes. a little yellow house. It wasn't called that, but that's oh, what it was. It was a little yellow house. So I love it. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And really, it was through that experience, which I was so nervous about taking this step, you know, and I'm sure you were too when you started your business because you know, it means bringing on people to help. Am I going to be able to pay them? You know, like how, how is all of this going to work? And I really, it really was a faith journey, right? Like I just had to, I just felt this urging from God that this is what I was supposed to do. So kind of taking that leap of faith and starting this business, 
I realize now why God led me um, into doing this because I fell in love with teaching. I adore sharing anything creative. I love teaching others to create with confidence. I love the joy that it brings them. And I love that it's a way for them to reduce stress in their life and just, you know, just all of the, the wonderful things. And really through this process of having the shop and it growing over the years, you know, and us doing more and more types of things, it really became apparent to me that not only did God, you know, help me to start my own business, I realized that my business was truly a ministry. Mm -hmm. And I, I still get goosebumps when I look back, you know, cause a lot of times we don't realize what's happening until we look back and then we can kind of connect the dots and we can see God's hand at work, mm -hmm. but it really, I just feel so blessed to have been, been given this platform that I can be myself. I can be a woman of faith. I can be that believer and I can share this joy of creativity with others um, down the line, you know, the retail business was doing well, everything was going along. We decided to start kind of dipping our toe into online waters. <laughs> that was scary. That was another faith journey. What year was and, that that you started doing that? That was 2019. So okay. it, again, got it work because mm -hmm. what was, what was coming in 2020? Right. Yeah. The pandemic. And that really was the push where I was like, okay, I have to fully trust God. It's kind of sink or swim time. We've got to jump in. And again, he just, he just blows my mind all the time when we just truly 100% trust him and follow that urging that direction that he's, he's pushing us in that urging on our heart. Our, our business has really exploded and Again, I have this now, this online platform that I'm able to, to share with people uh, way bigger circles than just my original local following, you know, when I had the, the brick and mortar shop. So it's just been amazing to watch him work. Um, not only, not really, I'm not going to say working on my business. He works through our business, mm -hmm. he really works through it. And I see these little, these, just these little things that happen all the time. And I'm like, gosh, that's such a God thing. Here's another God thing. Yep. Absolutely. And yeah. It's just amazing. And then to get the feedback back from our customers now who are all over, all over the United States, all over the world, you know, sometimes the emails or the comments that they'll share, how what we do matters. What right. one person does can make a difference. It can matter and it can change somebody's life. That's awesome. 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 Yes. I hear so much of just what we've seen in our business too, like God going before us, God mm -hmm. prompting us to do things before we know that how important they're it's needed. You know, 2018 is when we first started doing our online yeah. and stuff too. And it was just mm -hmm. like, Oh, thank you God for that provision. Exactly. Uh, when, you, when you said that, you know, in the early days you were doing crafts and things for fluff money, what types of crafts were you doing then? Oh, goodness. I was doing pretty much anything. I believe it or not, napkin art was even around. Hey, back then. Yeah. <laughs> just taking a turn. We've really made it trendy and modern and fun and all the things. Now I was working with fabric back then, honestly, pretty much everything that I'm doing now I was doing then, but at that time I was ma actually making the things and selling them like in different 
craft malls were really big mm-hmm. back then, right? Mm-hmm. So I had a booth, started off at one and then grew to two. I think in the end, I wound up around five or so before I, I moved, decided to move on. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty amazing. And I think right now, more than ever, if anybody's listening that's out there that just needs that avenue to maybe bring in some extra money, gosh, there's so many ways now that you can sell your, your handmade art, mm-hmm. your handmade creative projects, really more now than ever before mm-hmm. with the, you know, the online access that everyone has. So I, I say, you know, if you've got a God-given talent, something that you've really worked hard to perfect, and I think that we all have those talents, there's no better time than to possibly put, you know, your work out there. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that you felt that little nudge or urge from Mm -hmm. God um, each time you took a step within your business from Mm -hmm. creating to sell, you know, for your fluff money, to opening your first studio, to taking it online. There was always these nudges from God along the way. And I love hearing from people on how does God speak to you? Because I feel like we have such a a big, cool, personal God who does 100% still speak to his people. And I think it's helpful for people to hear, well, how does he, how does he speak to you? So if you don't mind sharing a little bit about that, like how does when you're saying he, you know, prompted you, um, what does that look like when you are hearing God well, uh, speak? Sure, definitely. Um, I will tell you that um, I am human, just like everybody else. And there are times when in my life where even when I was feeling this urging, I doubted. I think that's normal. That's human. There were times when I was just completely afraid, anxiety, right? Like, why? I just don't know if I can do this, right? Things like that. And so for me to really hone in and try to understand, you know, this, this urging on my heart, I I have to do this. (laughs) I don't know if this is going to sound right to everyone, but again, this is what I do. I really have to drown out the world. I have to drown out the world. And I think that Casey, the, I think for most of us out there, especially women, because I feel like women, we wear so many hats, right? We're responsible for so many things and caring for so many people and just all of the things um, that I feel like the world's kind of screaming at us from every direction. Do you ever feel that way? Absolutely. Yeah. Like you're just feel like you're being tugged. You know, you're just, the world is so loud. Like the world can be so loud. And when we let the world kind of get into our head with all that loudness, it drowns out what we really need to hear, right? So for me, I try to just find a quiet place. A lot of times, the first thing I'll do is I'll turn on some praise music. Something about music just really transports me. It just kind of transports me, my mind, just my my attitude, just all the things. And that helps me to start drowning out everything else. It helps me kind of get what I, what I call in the zone, (laughs) right? And it just puts me in this prayer, like, oh, this, just this, it just, again, I guess the best way I can describe is it it drowns out the world, right? Mm -hmm. So through that praise, through listening to that, those praise songs, maybe sometimes even singing along 
or just um, repeating the words or just thinking them to myself, it brings me more into that prayer-like spirit. Mm -hmm. And then I can just kind of open up into prayer with God. And, you know, I used to think growing up that, you know, after listening to like my dad pray and people in church pray, I felt like, like I didn't pray well. Have you ever felt that way? Mm. I, I felt like I didn't pray well, but I've realized now that I've gotten older and I'm understand the scriptures and everything better. Prayer is really just a conversation. It's just a conversation between me and God. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And I think when I really embraced that and I started actually just having conversations with God um, through prayer, through praise, all of the things it really is what gave me kind of settled me and gave me that peace to where I could really understand, you know, kind of what this calling was that I truly could trust him, that I could take this leap of faith. And no matter what happened, you know, I knew that I was in his hands. Um, So for me, it's a lot about just kind of drowning out the world and finding that place. I think everybody needs to have that place somewhere that you can just can be that little quiet corner for you. And you know, uh, one little tip on if you are like, I have no quiet corners in my house. <laughs> one thing that I yeah. love to do to drown out the world is go on a walk, like get out of the house yeah. and go on a walk. And in those earbuds, you can put that praise music in, or you can just be talking to God. I feel like that's a great, a great Absolutely. way to do I think, what you're saying. And I think even Yes. And even getting outside, like getting back to nature and Mm -hmm. just just looking up and just realizing the wonder of everything, all the beauty that he's given us, you Mm know, Um, that's so helpful. Um, I know there were times when my kids were little that I would actually, this is so funny. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but there were times when I would just, you know, this is, I mean, they were, they weren't so little that they were like, you know, going to be, you know, in any danger by being left alone. But when they were a little bit older, (laughs) I would go into my closet. I would literally go into my closet in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. I had like this old, um, a hope chest that my grandmother had given me, like when I was, when I graduated high school Mm -hmm. and I would just sit on that hope chest and the kids kind of knew if I was in the closet, I needed some quiet Uh time. So anyway, but yeah, I think you find your spot, even if it's in the car, maybe you have to take a drive or drive to somewhere just to park, you know, Mm -hmm. or at a park, you know, just Mm -hmm. just somewhere. But I think it's really important that we all find that quiet, still place, especially when we're seeking his will, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when we're really trying to hear him and, and listen to him. Well, I uh, agree. And I think that's great practical, um, practical wisdom and advice. You know, you also part of your business, you know, we talked about the napkin, you have the napkin membership, but you also have a Bible journaling membership. And to me, that goes hand in hand with hearing from God and getting reconnected to his word. So I would love to hear a little bit about kind of why you started Bible journaling and kind of how it helps you to connect to God's word. Oh, I definitely will. It, it, I mean, obviously I'm passionate about a lot of creative things and yes, napkin art is one of them and working, you know, my fabric fan club is another, but Bible journaling is one of those things that I will never, ever like let go of. It's just, it has really, truly changed how I spend time in the word. I retain more of it. I just, gosh, I just enjoy the process so much. And really the reason is this, I I think that 
part of this may come from being a creative individual, but I think some of us that are creative, we're very, we're very visual learners. We have a tendency to, to maybe have a little ADD in there. Yeah, agree. Agree. <laughs> right? Our brain is always kind of, you know, going off in these creative tangents, you know, especially when we try to be quiet, that's all of a sudden when our brain wants to the ping pong balls, right. Mm-hmm. Start going off everywhere. So in, in my younger years, I was always the person that would sign up like for, you know, the, the next Bible study or, you know, whatever it was, maybe the, and I hate to call out names, but maybe like the next Beth Moore study or who, whoever it was, right. The church, you know, whatever the church was doing at that time. And I came to realize that those types of studies really were not for me. And I'm not saying that 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 they're not for others. I want to make sure everybody knows that before you get upset with me. But I do think that there are some of us that those lengthy studies, well, I can only speak for myself, but the first week I'm on fire, right? Mm-hmm. The second week I'm usually on fire. And then the third week, it seems like something would happen, right? Something would happen um, that I'd get behind or or whatever, or I'd start to stress because when we would have our, our time together to talk about, you know, whatever we were learning, you know, I never felt like my, my answers to some of the questions were, were the same as everyone else's. And I started to feel like I was messed up. Like, why do they understand this? And I don't, I think, you know, the evil one can really get after us and, he kind of knows what our buttons are to push mm-hmm. because I started feeling a lot of guilt. Um, I was like, I keep, I'm behind. I can't get caught up. And I honestly, to make a long story short, I started to look at my Bible with dread and I hate to say that, but it was really true because I always felt like I was behind, like, Oh gosh, I got to read this. I got to catch up. I was just, I wasn't really soaking up the word. Right. So for me, what it took when I started Bible journaling, man, it just clicked. It just clicked because I do better when I can, I, we still do devotionals. We still do things like that, but they're short devotionals. I do better with something short. I do better focusing on a small passage, sometimes even just one verse. And then the aspect of actually creating in a journaling Bible I was just drawn to that, like a moth to a flame. Like I just, oh, I love bringing my creativity and my faith together. As I mentioned, most creatives were were visual learners. And did you know, Casey, and research proves this, that visual learners, we learn better in color. Hmm. We actually retain, we memorize things better in color. So like if you were in school, if you were the, the highlighter queen, highlighting all the things, writing on little note cards or, you know, all those types of things. That's a lot of what visual learners do to retain, right. To retain what they're learning. Mm -hmm. And so I found that that is what I needed. That's what I needed. I needed to just really kind of slow it down. I needed smaller chunks. I needed smaller devos. I needed something that I could really wrap my head around and really soak up the scripture and then being able to add creativity on top of that, I love it because it's such a great way for me to document my walk. I can kind of look, you know, I talked earlier about looking back. Sometimes we don't see God at work until we look back. 
And I can, I can look back in my Bible journaling entries and see, I date them all the time mm-hmm. so that I can do this because I can see, okay, I landed on this first right here because I needed to hear this because this was going to happen. Right. This prepared me for this because of this, you know, all the, all the things. I also love that Bible journaling is such a great way to creatively share uh, the word. And in my faith journaling membership, we have a a membership group. It's just been so amazing to see these women come in. Some of them have been raised, you know, in church. We're there every, you know, every time the doors were open. Some of them have been away from anything like that and just now coming into learning more about Jesus, his ministry and, and the love that God has for them. So it's amazing to watch them. We have some people, we have people that come in from all different uh, types of religions. We're not about religion. We're just about the Bible. Mm-hmm. I love <laughs> and that. So, yeah. So it's been amazing to watch these people, to watch God truly just open up their hearts and their minds to understanding the word, going back to, to verses that they may have only seen as a child and now, you know, understanding a whole new concept about them, you know, as an adult it's just little miracles every single day in that group. Yeah. It's just been, it's just a great sisterhood of people. And, you know, I think women, especially we, we need a sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Our husbands, maybe not so much. I think my husband doesn't really need all of that, but I think <laughs> we just, we need that sisterhood and gosh, what a, what a great space to be in, to have others, to pray for you that understand what you're going through things like that, but just connecting with the the scriptures in a whole new way through this process of Bible journaling, it's just, it's really just completely transformed my relationship and my walk, my Bible, a whole different way. I see my Bible now as my user's manual for life mm-hmm. and I just love it. And the one more thing I'm going to say about that is, you know, I mentioned, you know, how I would always feel like guilty, like I was not understanding the scriptures because my answer wasn't like someone else's. And it was, it was pretty late in life when I finally figured it out. I actually was, had a a mentor friend through church and we were actually talking about Bible journaling and it just, she really helped me to understand that the Bible really, truly is the living word. And so I could I could give, you know, one passage or one verse for all of us to create a Bible journal entry on, and we would all come back with something a little bit different. And the reason that is, is because God meets us where we are. Mm-hmm. He's going to talk to you through that verse um, or that scripture, depending on your situation, um, maybe a storm that you're in right now, storm of life um, through your, the season of life that you're in. I mean, there's so many things. So really and truly, our answers shouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. So that just really gave me a lot of peace. And and since I have really just embraced that, and we embrace that in our Bible journaling group as well, because, you know, God is just so amazing like that. He really, truly is going to speak to each one of us in our, our, you know, the individual unique way that we need to hear. I love that. And you know, you're absolutely right. The word is alive and active and um, 
And using that art, it just, it helps our brain to focus on Mm -hmm. and retain what we've learned. You spend a little bit more time. If you are on a page creating art, lettering or art, like drawing or whatever about a certain Mm -hmm. passage, you're naturally spending more time allowing it to kind of seep in your brain. Um, And so therefore it kind of sticks a little bit better for all of the, the A to B. Definitely, definitely. You, it just really, you're able to really soak it up to really focus on it, to spend that time, even while you're creating painting, lettering, spend that time um, in prayer. And I think the thing that, that people need to realize, and I say it a lot in our group is, you know, it's not really about the art. It's just, it's, it's the process Mm -hmm. of all of it, right? It's, it's everything tied together, your faith, um, you know, Bible journaling, art journaling of any kind, even, even hand lettering, faith-based hand lettering, things like that. It gives us that time to just have those open conversations while we're creating, right? while we're, you know, all of these things. And it's just really the two together is just an amazing experience. I know a lot of people might be listening right now and thinking, oh my gosh, I could never do that in a Bible. Do you get that? <laughs> uh, we do. We do. However, they make so many Bibles now that oh, are not... and so, Yes. And so there are more journaling Bibles on the market now mm-hmm. than there ever have been before. And so I always tell people, this isn't meant to take the place of like your, your beloved study Bible, right? It's really to give yourself permission. You know, I buy these journaling Bibles because I'm giving myself permission to do this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've got five or six now I have some that are full and I, you know, you have to move on to new ones, but you know, when I look back, I love, you know, revisiting my entries. And I just think of this wonderful legacy here that I'm going to be leaving my family. They're going to be able to read my, my prayers, my praises, that to me is just so incredible, incredibly special. I agree. You know, we don't know what the generations beyond us are going to look like, but when they can look into grandma's Bible or whoever's and see, oh, look at her. She was in this word every day. Look where she prayed about this and how that yeah. has affected us. You know, I feel like I see so many different prayers that I know my mom prayed as a young child that came to fruition much later. And that, that builds your faith. You know, when you're looking back on your own prayers or on the prayers of your parents or your grandparents and knowing that they spent time praying over something and you see it happen, it just, it just opens your eyes to the goodness, the bigness, the coolness of God. So yeah, I think that leaving a legacy through those Bible journals is a really, really cool thing. We even know people who purposely will get like one Bible for every child so that they don't have to fight over it. <laughs> I've heard one true. of in our group, that, like, we don't want my kids fighting over the journaling Bible. Yes, so that's I've true. Bibles, eh? <laughs> and, you know, I have to tell, I have to tell you this story because I thought this was so sweet. This was probably my third year or so into teaching Bible journaling. And I've been doing it now, I guess about six or seven years, something like that. Anyway, it was a a lady in one of our groups and she was just her, I think it was her first, her oldest son was getting married. And so she got a journaling Bible. I mean, she had been, been Bible journaling, but she got one just specifically for this purpose. And she took, she brought it home and she told her husband, we are going to Bible journal together. And he was like, what? <laughs> and so, because I want you to know, it's okay for men to do this too. Oh, yes, um, yeah. 
So they went through together and they chose their all different scriptures related to marriage and love. And they wrote some of their story in there and, you know, just all these things. And they presented their son and their soon to be daughter-in-law in with that Bible at the wedding. And then they used that Bible to recite from. And I just thought, how amazing is that? Mm -hmm. Right. An awesome gift. Gosh, amazing. We also have some people in our group that have um, family in the military overseas, and they are doing Bible journaling and different things and then sending those Bibles over. And I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I wanted to say just real quick is the other thing that I really, really love about Bible journaling and Casey, I'm pretty sure you're going to agree with this is it crosses all generational lines. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, we have, your Bible. <laughs> uh, I've gone and, and talked at churches where, you know, middle schoolers and high schoolers, moms, grandmothers, you know, they're all loving this process of Bible journaling. And I'm telling you that, you know, especially if you have teenage daughters or young college age, you know, sometimes when you don't agree, agree about anything else, this is a great thing to do because it helps to, to kind of bridge something that you're both kind of interested in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've Mm -hmm. seen that happen time and time again, and it's really helped to draw some families together. I agree. My daughter also Bible journals. She actually recently started her little Bible journaling box as a small little side thing that she's doing. She's only 15, but I have one style of art that I love doing in my, in my Bible and, you know, with paint and all kinds of different stuff. Well, she likes everything that's, that's not paint, you know, like everything that's very dry. Like she wants the pins and the highlighters and the markers yes. and it's a completely different style, but like, we're both doing the same thing, you know, just like what you're saying yes. is a different generation, different style, but we love both sitting down and doing it. So it absolutely crosses, crosses all the, all the age groups. I know people listening that maybe don't Bible journal yet might be curious on, okay, so what are some of your favorite supplies? So if you had to suggest a Bible journal, is there one that you would say, oh, this is a great one to start with? Well, I think my favorite after, you know, I've got quite a few, but I absolutely love the interleaved journaling Bibles the interleaved Bibles and they have, they have them in different versions uh, and things, but I love them because they have one full blank page between mm-hmm. every page of text. Yes. Yes. I like Brand. having that extra room. <laughs> yes, I agree. I d- Sometimes there, those are harder to find in the, in the store. Is there a certain name brand Uh, crossway crossway is a great brand and then also obviously any of your local christian bookstores also christianbooks.com christianbooks.com you're right you're right and they have you know periodic sales and things like that Mm -hmm. and then of course amazon so they are out there but you know the other thing casey is if you're if you're interested in getting started but you're not sure that this is for you and you don't want to make the investment into a journaling Bible, just get an art journal, Mm -hmm. just pick up an art journal, pick up a sketchbook, just something that you can kind of get started and just start, you know, start the process. And then as you, as God begins to work on you and you start to realize, and you're really connecting with the scriptures, then maybe that'll make you more comfortable to feel like, you know, making that investment into right, a, right. a journaling Bible. Yeah. A lot of people are scared to make that first mark mm-hmm. in the Bible. So you're right. Just a little yeah. 
Yeah, you have to give yourself permission to make a mistake. <laughs> That's for sure. We're all going to, you know, spill something or drop something or, you know, we're going to misspell something. But, oh, you know, <laughs> there are ways around that. There's pretty much nothing that, you know, a sticker or a piece of paper or some paint can't cover up. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm just laughing because we misspell things all the time. Just last week, uh, Kaylee here with us, she misspelled something, but none, nobody, she took pictures of it. She sent it out on emails we put it on the web <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Finally, somebody was like, uh, it's not how you spell gospel. I was like, oh my gosh, she was just so into her head about creating, but it turned out it was fine. It was fun. And we're not stressing about it. You know, like that's just another little life lesson. I know we always spend, I feel like we spend so much time striving for perfection and we really need to just, just kind of just drop that at the door Uh Uh and just embrace the process. Uh That's when the real, that's when the real, you know, the good stuff happens when you really start to embrace the process. Absolutely. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for chatting with us today. We loved hearing about your journey in business, how you hear from God, your Bible journaling and how important that is. If people want to find you out in the world, how can they find you? Sure. You can find me on Facebook at Miss Tracy, M-I-S-S-T-R-A-C-Y, Miss Tracy Creates, Facebook and Instagram. And then if you want to check out some of my different subscriptions or membership groups, you can go to MissTracyCreates.com. Awesome. And we'll have that in the show notes too. So thank you again. This has been really fun. Yes. And Casey, I really look forward to creating with your group. This is going to be a great, it's going to be a lot of fun. They're going to love it. Thank y'all so much for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you would share this with a friend. That is how we are going to get the word out that this even exists. So share this with a friend, share it on social media, and be sure to subscribe so you will get notified when a new podcast releases every single Monday. Thank y'all.